Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the V-Circle Podcast. It's your boy Vince B. Episode 9. Let's get to it. So, I want to start this podcast off kind of taking y'all back a little bit. There's no guest on this episode, so I feel like you guys got to walk with me. And I want to talk first and foremost about my introduction to female rappers. My mom introduced me to my first female artist that I looked up to. And her name, drum roll, Miss Hill. Uh, I like to call her Lauren Hill. I remember being in Richmond, California at the St. John's Apartments, 205 West McDonald, in the hood, 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 central side Richmond to be exact. No furniture, just moved in. My mom, sitting in a chair she had a couple cds we had the cd player you know what i'm saying it's back in the day of course and um lauren hill would come on as a kid even though i'm playing with the toys this music resonated with me um her melodies her raps you know what i'm saying like i've never heard a female rapper do that you know her flows, her melodies were amazing. And Lauren Hill is the GOAT of female rappers. I'm sorry. You could say that she's a singer and and all of that, but when it comes to rapping and when it comes down to flows, punchlines, she killed that shit. And I talk about this because I think it's interesting because these women... Lauren Hill obviously said to me setting the foundation. Obviously, we can go back to MC Light. We can go back to Queen Latifah. We can, I mean, we can, we can really go back if we want to. But I want to obviously stick to, you know, where it started for me. And Lauren Hill, I think, set that foundation, set the blueprint for female artists to follow. As we navigate moving forward, you know, we get into kind of the evolution of female rappers, and I feel like you had a. A very, you know, it was it was it was a variant of female rappers. You know, you had the hood, you know, female rappers who just was on that ratchet shit, who was on that hood shit, you know, who was on that, you know, what I'm saying like, hey, that little Kim shit, if you know what I mean, that Foxy Brown shit. Can I get a what what oh my name, my baby, you can ride dog, they get no dog, you know what I'm saying? And then you had, you know what I'm saying? Then you had to fly, you know, independent. I'm still hood, but I'm also, you know what I'm saying? You had Eve, you know what I'm saying? I love Eve, Eve, And then, you know, obviously you had that, the sex rap, you know what I'm saying? I call it the sex rap. So, you know, there was a female when I was growing up, you know. So, obviously I had Lauren Hill, you know. Lauren Hill, Eve, they were like rappers that I would listen to. And, like, it was just about, it was the steel, the skills, the music, the the melodies, the, the production, they were really killing it musically. To me, and this is my personal opinion, the first artist it for my generation that really kicked in the door with kind of the more sexualized uh, rapping, to me, was Trina. Pull over that ass too fat. Whoop, whoop, pull over that ass too fat. I mean, God knows how many King magazines I done went through. Good Lord. <laughs> How many King magazines I done bought it at the Walgreens by Gen X? Trina. And she definitely set the foundation 
for the segue into that kind of style of music. That's just my personal opinion. And I feel like it's nothing wrong with that transition. It's nothing wrong with women being able to expose themselves and, and talk eloquently. Obviously, you had Lil' Kim. I'm not gonna, I'm not throwing no shade to Lil' Kim. She obviously, pine, you know, but she was witty with it. You know, she was very witty with it. Trina was just, just boom, just ratchet, just out there, boom, pull over the ass too fat, boom, 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 boom. It wasn't, it, was, it wasn't witty. It was just, boom, straight up in your face. And it was sexy. It was extremely sexy. Um, and I feel like that started the transitional phase into kind of female rappers having that approach. Um, obviously, the South blowing up. I think that had a huge influence on the female rap culture as well. Because, you know, in the 90s, we, we, have, to, we have to segue into kind of because to get to the evolution of female rappers, we have to also talk about the evolution of, you know, male dominance, um, you know, uh, objectifying women. You know, we, we have to we have to get into the misogynistic lyrics and the, the, the perception of how women were portrayed in the 80s, 90s and early 2000s was ultimately led to how they are perceived now. Right in the '90s, even in the hip hop realm, you had Tupac, Dear Mama. You know, obviously, you still had a few artists, but it was a small portion of artists that were objectifying women. Most artists were, if they made songs about women, it was R&B songs, it was love songs, it was you know, No Diggity, I like the way you work, kid. No Diggity, about the bag. You know, it was very. You know, tongue in cheek, if you will. Some innuendos. You had R. Kelly feeling on your booty. You know what I'm saying? You can say what you want about Robert Kelly, but we got R. Kelly, all right? R. Kelly, you know, 12 plays, right? So the evolution of kind of how women were viewed or how they were looked upon in the music game kind of started to change and shift and alter from the 90s. Then we get into the early 2000s. Now, the early 2000s, we were still cool. We had Usher. We had the Neo Soul era. We had Erica Badu. We had um, Maxwell. I mean, the list goes on. Avant, you know what I'm saying? The list goes on of artists that we had that were portraying women in a certain kind of light. In the hip-hop field, of course. And then I feel like the first turning point of kind of like extreme, full objectifying women where it started to take a mainstream approach where everybody started doing like it you had to have a song like this and i will have to say little john and the east side boys to the window to the wall and pd pablo freakily these are the top two songs of my era in my time that i feel like started to shift the, the perception of really intensifying the objectification of women in the music industry. Not just in the music industry, but just in general. These songs were so impactful. And, and it, to the window, to the wall, to the wall, you know. And then you had, you know, Yin Yang Twins came and, hey, little shiny, let me whisper in your ear. Tell you something. 
You know, then you had David Banner, you know what I'm saying? Work them hips, run girl. Then you had uh freaking what's his name? Booty 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 rockets if it found you, Miss New Booty. Get it together. I mean you had I mean the list goes on and on and on of just kind of the shift and kind of what was happening in the hip hop industry of how women were starting to be betrayed. And as that started to happen, you had Trina who was holding it down, but then she started to fizzle out. You know, I would say 2005, 2006, this is when you started to see the emergence of Nicki Minaj. Because before Nicki Minaj, it wasn't a lot of female rappers before her in that space at that time. You know, that was that was that was holding down. You still had Missy Elliott, of course. Missy Elliott was killing and you work it. Got my thing down, flip it and reverse it. You know, she was she was probably the pinnacle, you know, but she was few far between. She was here, she was there. It wasn't how she was because she was primarily in the nineties and the early two thousands. So we get into I feel like kind of as we start to get into the evolution of of female artists, they were birthed from that huge okay this is what men want this is what we're being viewed upon as obviously you had nelly to tip drill i must be your ass because it ain't your face i need a tip drill i mean this was happening and so we get into the nikki effect right the nikki minaj effect when nikki minaj came into the game i remember the first record that i heard from nikki minaj and it was on Lil Wayne's, I believe it was the No Ceilings 3. I believe it was third mixtape for No Ceilings. Nikki came in and she murdered her verse. She killed that shit. I was like, who is this chick that's spitting? Like, it's like Eminem or something. Like, she was, she was very lyrical, very witty, had her own personality, her own swag. And the one thing that I respect about Nikki is that she made people recognize her skill first. You know, when you heard her rap, you heard lyricism, you heard wit, you heard bars, you heard substance as well. You wasn't just hearing a bunch of bullshit, you know, you heard that. Um, and I think that was most impactful. On those mixtapes, she definitely showed that, hey, I am a spitter. I am a rapper. I do this. I do like, they like, I do this. It's like she did that shit. Where I feel the flip side of the Nikki effect, and this is ultimately leading into the next uh, extension of what Nikki started, was her image. Now, those of us, we could say that, okay, she stole from Kim and Lil' Kim and so on and so forth. But Nikki Minaj's image is what I believe ultimately started to lead into where we are today. And obviously, we have to start with the ass shots, people. Nikki and her ass shots. Let's give a round of applause for those ass shots. Round of applause. Um, I think the imagery, she was a Barbie. And it was cool at first because you started to think, well, she's, she's, she's saying you don't have to be a white Barbie. You can be a black Barbie, right? But then we had to go into the proportions and what a black Barbie looks like, right? And that standard of what is appealing in a black woman started to be magnetized even more so than back in the 90s or in the early, you know the early 80s i like big butts and i cannot lie right so now it's on a global scale right it's you got instagram you got twitter 
MySpace kind of fizzling out. But you have all of this technology. You have all these filters. You have Photoshop. You have all of this shit that women are starting to look at. And they're starting to say that this is beauty, right? I have to have a fat ass. And not just a regular fat ass. I'm talking about slim waist. You know what I'm saying? I have to, you know, these proportions have to be that way. Then obviously you had another pioneer of this on the flip side with Nicki Minaj, uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, they kind of went hand in hand and kind of this whole, because I'm be like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I was going to, like, ass has always been here, right? Especially in the black community. Like, you know, you walk in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, the black community, you see a girl with that, boom. You know what I'm saying? That's always been a thing, but it was never, like, a thing thing. Like, at least I'm in Cali, you know, I'm from Cali. So when we saw a girl with a big ass, it was kind of an anomaly. It was kind of rare. It was like, not a unicorn, but it was like, oh. You know what I'm saying? It was like, what? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like. Like being in Houston, see y'all niggas out here in Houston, y'all niggas is spoiled in a motherfucker. In Texas, y'all niggas is spoiled because ain't a dated don't pass where you see something that's just just wild and ridiculous. So you just like what the hell? Shit, you could be at Walmart or something. Just, I mean, anyway, anywho, back to it. So from that standpoint, I feel like those two, Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, they really kind of set that trend up. They kind of got that thing going. Which led into kind of okay. You have Nikki who held it down. Now, granted, Nikki has some good records. She had uh, had this moment for life, which is still to this day one of my favorite records. This very moment, I sling Goliath with the sling. You know what I'm saying? Like she was going. I, I know I'm fucking up the words. Forgive me, Nikki. Nikki fans, but she killed that shit. And you know, she had pills and potions. She had a couple other records. I didn't like none of the pop shit, the the, the bass and all that shit. Fuck out of here. Um, but Nikki, you know, Willy Wonka, Aunt Tree Lanka, like, you know what I'm saying? Her shit on, on the, the, the verse she spit on Monster with Kanye West and Jay-Z, um, Dungeon Dragon with Eminem. She definitely proved herself as a solid, solid MC. But I think it was a gift and a curse at the same time, right? It was, it was, it was, yes, female rapper at the top, but at what cost, Right. You hear all these girls going out to Mexico and Cuba and all these different places and getting these ass shots. Some of them are dying. They're getting trash put in their butt cheeks. It's exploding. There's so many stories, countless stories of women dying from ass shots. And Nikki was the catalyst of that. You know, Nikki and Kim. I feel like they both. But obviously, Nikki definitely held that torch up because, as we all know, black culture is popular culture. Period. So, as we segue from that, we get into, we all know who she is, right? Cardi B. Little bitch, you can't fuck with me if you wanted to. This pencil, these is red bottles, these you know what I'm saying? Bodak yellow. Cardi B comes into play. And Cardi B, to me, she was very, so she blew up on the internet first. She blew up on Instagram first. You know, she blew up on Instagram first, and she was a stripper who got on Instagram, talked about relationships, had a had a great personality, and was just being herself. But she was a stripper though, right? Now, granted, 
Instagram was in its infancy stages. It was probably it was probably you know booming a little bit, but it was still kind of in those beginning stages, maybe five six years in, where people were using it as business, but it wasn't just that mass wave that we have now, right? So she's on Instagram, she's popping off, and I'm not gonna lie, for me, she 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 kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't really know where she came from, you know, kind of like she spun up. But I think for her, it was one of these things. Where she blew up on Instagram, she got her following on Instagram, and then she was able to navigate from there. You know, a, a true influencer, if you will. No fake numbers, no hype. She actually did it in a legitimate standpoint and really got her shit popping in a major way. So I have to give props and kudos to Cardi B for just paving the way for social media influencers of this generation because I, I feel like, first and foremost, where Cardi B excels and where her prowess as a female entrepreneur, as an influencer, as a celebrity uh, really is maximized is her ability to monetize and turn her fan base into a legitimate marketed pool of people that she can sell mass product to. And I think that's very, very important to understand that ability and also that ability to say, okay, I've reached this level of influence. Now with this level of influence, with people just being excited about me being a celebrity, being in love with my personality, maybe my sex appeal, how can I transfer this energy into something else that can catapult me into a higher position? And what position higher to catapult yourself than the music industry, right? Her approach was, hey, I'm using this influence from Instagram that I'm a stripper, my sex appeal, and now I'm gonna transfer all of this into rap. Is there a problem with that? Not at all, but this is where the evolution starts to take a turn. And I think in this turn, it could be looked upon as two ways. It could be looked upon as, okay, this is where we're going. Women should, hey, if men are going to exploit our bodies, if men are going to must be ass, but it ain't your face, need a tip drill, swipe the card through a butt crack, you know what I'm saying? If men are going to do this, cool. We're going to flip the script. We're going to own that power. We're going to strip. Yeah, it is our ass. You know what I'm saying? We can twerk. Yeah, but guess what? I need my money, right? Fuck them, then I get some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to flip this narrative and I'm going to take this power back versus just, you know, like, like Jesus say, you know what I'm saying? By six, by, you know, six in the morning, I'll be kicking her out. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you going to use me for sex. Well, guess what? Since I know that's what you want, now I'm going to flip it and I'm going to rap about how I'm flipping it. I'm going to rap about how I'm using my body to get money. I, I, I would say the Cardi B effect, this is two ways to look at it, is the glorification of prostitution. Right? Fuck them, then I get some money. This is what's in the song. Okay? Fuck them, then I get some money. Okay? If he ain't got the black card, right? Blah, 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 blah. Now, we also can flip it through men, right? Because men, we talk about pimping. I've got holes in different area codes. So I'm saying, we affected this shift. We affected what's happening. So women are saying, okay, cool. Guys trick on us to get sex. So now we're in a position of empowerment because of Instagram, right? 
our followers are going up all this stuff is happening because we can shake our ass we can wear a nice dress we can get paid to wear a brand's clothes to twerk in a brand's clothes to twerk to some music whatever it is our sex appeal can make us money our sex appeal not only can make us money but now we got celebrities and basketball players and so on and so forth sliding into our dms but guess what in the rap field this is going this sort of mentality is going to trickle into the mentality of women on instagram right the mentality of women in the rap game because now because of the cardi b effect these rappers these female rappers are coming from instagram they're coming from this medium and in music industry in the music industry sex sales sex sales i mean look at bruno mars you leave the door open that's about sex bro that's about getting it in we can say it's love or whatever. It's in your windows. It's about getting it in. It's making love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's just be real. R&B, all this shit. Give me the shivers. Ed Sheeran. What, what he getting the shivers with? He he got the shivers. Huh? Okay. Okay, all right. He got the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. So, what I'm trying to say is that sex sells women nowadays because of the Cardi B effect. Right, so we had let's just let's just back up real quick so y'all follow me. We have Nicki Minaj, who sets up the imagery, how a woman's supposed to look, and how a woman's supposed to look favors the strippers. Cause ain't no regular ass female, no average chick walking around with those proportions. All right, you you now I'm in Texas, y'all 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 niggas is spoiled out here, bro. Oh God, but in general. Women ain't walking around looking like that, right? Just in the same way, now we flipping it because now we now we getting somewhere. So the body image, Nikki effect. Cardi B, the influences. So the influences from Instagram, strippers being on Instagram, strippers having the proportions naturally, right? Having the behavior naturally to exist in this world. But now being a hybrid, being good with words. Okay, I'm in a strip club. Guys is propositioning me. They want me in videos to twerk in their videos and do certain things. But guess what? As 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 a guy artist myself, right? You may hire a chick for a video. And she may be bad, y'all. So guess what? You may try to hit. Or you may at least try to approach the chick in a professional way. But hey. It is what it is, right? Things happen. So now you have these women that are being propositioned, that are given opportunities because of their looks, and they know how to articulate themselves. So we fast forward out of the Cardi B effect into the effect of today of where female artists are in the industry today, right? You have Lotto, right? She got the big energy. You got Sweetie. You know what I'm saying? You got Doja Cat. Um, I mean, obviously you got Rap City, you got a few other rappers, you got City Girls, uh, the list goes on of female rappers who are dominating the scene, Megan Thee Stallion. So, when you transition into that, this is the mentality, this is the female artist, and they are solid. Lotto, I just heard some of her music, I was playing some of that shit, she can rap, she can spit, she ain't just no, oh, I'm thick, and she, she, she's, she's, she's cute, she's thick. She got all that, but she can rap. She can rap, hands down. She can fucking rap. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, Megan Thee Stallion, I've never been a huge fan of Megan Thee Stallion, to be honest. But I feel like just her name is alluring. It's a great, like, it just, Megan Thee Stallion, with that, that stallion part, and I feel like her sex appeal um, and kind of how she talks, the aggressiveness, um, and just her attitude and her swag, how she, how she carries herself, I think is appealing. Um, but I think as an MC, to me, Megan Thee Stallion is like the, she has a nice flow, right? She has a nice flow, but it's kind of the same flow every song. It's kind of the same kind of approach you're going to get. Uh, to me, I would like, if the, the, the baby is the baby, I would I would say Megan Thee Stallion to me is like the the female version of that, you know. The baby has a nice flow, like he has a nice flow, but you kind of know what you're gonna get whenever you hear the baby record. You know exactly what it's gonna sound like. You, I can do the ad libs before he does them. I know exactly, like you know. And Megan Thee Stallion is the same thing. It's like I know exactly what she's gonna talk about. I know it's gonna be an attitude with it. She's gonna be a little smart with it. It's gonna be some sort of, you know, it, you just know what you're gonna get. So that's the time that we're living in now. Do do I think that we'll ever reach a point in time where we have another female artist that is exalted like a Nicki Minaj? I feel like in the hip-hop community right now, uh, female rappers are dominating the game. I mean, the list goes on from Doja Cat. You could say she's a singer, but a homegirl can spit. Obviously, you got Nikki. Obviously, you got Lotto. You got City Girls. You got Tierra Wack. Rap City. I mean, the list goes on and on. Cardi B, of course. Megan Thee Stallion. How can I forget? H-Town's Finest. It is a world full of female hip-hop artists. And you can say what you want, but they are dominating the game right now. So I think that's where we are. And uh, yeah, y'all definitely let me know y'all thoughts. Uh, I'm going to start leaving an email chain here for everyone that's been listening to the podcast. Email questions or uh, just reactions to what we've discussed. And we'll talk about it in the next podcast. It's your boy Vince B. Thank you guys for tuning in. You think I'm a 
control me. I'm gonna be my own man. Oh man, oh man. Cause I'm a self made. I'm a self made. I'm a self made yeah. I'm a self made. I'm a self made. I'm a self made yeah. Cause I'm a self made. I'm a self made. I'm a self made yeah. I'm a self made. I'm a self made. I'm a self made yeah. I'm gonna be my own man, make my own way. Push it to the limit till my dying day. I don't comply with programs, you can't control me.